Sunday. Amen. We're going to start out in the book of Genesis this evening. Genesis chapter 1, starting in verse 1. Genesis chapter 1, starting in verse 1. And I'm going to continue to talk to you a little bit about the presence of God. You know, and what you heard me speak about on Sunday was the conditions for God's presence. Amen. And I spoke about holiness. I spoke about praise. I spoke about God's word. And I spoke about sacrifice. But what I want to talk to you about a little bit tonight is, first of all, the characteristics of God's presence and the, and the conditions of God's presence. Excuse me. Yes, the capacity of God's presence. So let's look right here in verse 1. If you have it, say amen. He says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God, somebody say the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. And God called the day light. And the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning one day. Amen. Let me pray real quick. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for this time together tonight. Lord, let me communicate what you have tonight, God. You are worthy, my King. You're worthy, Jesus, for what you're doing. You're worthy to be praised. You're worthy to be worshiped. Lord, I just pray, God, that you allow me to decrease as you increase in this house tonight. Father, we need you, Jesus, in our lives. I bind every demonic spirit, every distracting spirit, and I plead the precious blood of Jesus tonight, God. Come, my King, and have your way. Come, my King, and speak to our hearts. Father, we thank you, we praise you, we honor and glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise, amen. Can you grab my face cloth real quick? Praise the Lord. So I want to, talk, I want to speak to you tonight about, uh, once again, about the presence of God. And I'm going to kind of focus, I spoke about the conditions of God's presence on Sunday, but tonight I want to speak, first of all, of the characteristics of God's presence, but also the capacity of God's presence. And one reason why I feel led to focus in in this direction is because I want us to come to realize, first of all, our need for God's presence in every aspect of our lives. And I want us to begin to uh, live a life that is full in the way that God's called us to live it. Amen? Amen. I want us to live in a way that uh, where we, where God has called us, where God's presence is not just something that we experience from time to time. It's not just something that we experience, amen, when we are in a corporate uh, spiritual setting, 
but it's something that we experience every moment and every second of our lives. And I think that, you know, I really want to drill this home for the purpose of y'all being able to walk in what God has given us, the resource that he's given us in order to walk in. In other words, I don't want it just to be uh, something that we occasionally encounter. But I want it to be something that is uh, with us every day, every moment, not only in the house of God, amen, but in our homes, in our workplaces, in the grocery store. I want us to get to a point to where we hunger and thirst so much for his presence that we're willing to do what it takes in order for his presence to be with us. And I began to speak before, and I opened up with the scripture talking about Moses and where Moses is talking about, God, who are you sending with me? Amen. And he said, I'm going to send my spirit with you. And he says, good, because if you don't send it, I don't want to go. And I want us to get to the point to where we have the mindset where, you know what? If his spirit isn't there, I don't want to go. If his spirit isn't in that aspect of my life, I don't want to do it. Are y'all with me today? Because when we do that, we're, we're going to begin to invite his spirit into our lives consistently. You know, if this is something that's available, why would we not tap into it? So the first thing I want to do a little bit is talk about the characteristics of God's presence. And we looked here in Genesis in chapter 1. But I'm going to come back to that in just a moment. Because when we think about it, God's presence, according to the scripture, is everywhere. God's presence is Everywhere in God is present everywhere. That's one thing we have to realize. He's with us everywhere we go. And God's word tells us, amen, that there's nowhere that we can go without God being present. So we come to realize that God's presence is everywhere, but it's more than that. Amen. Because God's presence is not only everywhere, but it's also personal. Are y'all with me today? God's presence is everywhere. He's omnipresent. Amen, but that doesn't mean that he's going to, amen, be with you everywhere you go if you don't invite him. Are y'all with me today? There's nowhere that you can go that God's presence isn't there. 
But God's presence is more than that because it's personal. And when we look, amen, from the beginning, amen, of time, God desired a personal relationship with man. And in Genesis 3 and 8, it talks about God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Amen. And it's the same thing today. And so I want to, you know, we look at it, we can have a personal relationship with the presence of God. Amen. So his, his presence is personal. And you and I need to want to have his personal presence in our life. And it's not only personal, but it's practical. Somebody say practical. In other words, God's presence is something that is practiced in our life. And God's presence is something that's beneficial and it's useful. It's something that we can enjoy. Some of us are missing out on the very enjoyment of what God has for our lives. And it's also peaceful. Hello. You know, that's even a fruit of his spirit, isn't it? Peace. So why do we live so much without peace? Why do we spend so much of our life without peace in our life? Without the peace of God, amen? It's because we're lacking the presence of God. Because if you have the presence of God, you're going to have the peace of God. You're going to have peace that surpasses understanding. So God's Holy Spirit dwells in your life if you're saved and he produces the fruit in your life. Amen. Which is the fruit of peace. It should be an environment that's saturated with the peace of God. With the presence of God, with the anointing of God. But some of us, we have chaos in our lives, chaos in our spirits, chaos in our hearts. And God's presence is powerful. Somebody say powerful. Now, I shared with you the characteristics of God's presence, but now I want to talk to you about the capacity of God's presence, because there's great power that goes with the presence of God, and one thing about, amen, his presence, amen, is that his presence brings the capacity for creativeness. When God's presence is present in your life, When you're walking in the anointing of God, God is a creative God. God is one that creates things. Amen. And he even has creative miracles. You know, one person who really got to see the creative miracles of God was a man named Moses. Moses saw the creative Amen. Power and capacity and miracles that God had. Amen. As he walked with God. Amen. He experienced creative miracles by the very presence of God in his life. And when God is present in your life, you're going to begin to see some creative miracles begin to happen in your life. 
you're going to begin to see, amen, the impossible become possible. You're going to begin to see the supernatural begin to happen in your life. Because the very presence of God brings creativeness, amen. It brings supernatural power, amen. And it begins to bring creative miracles that come alive in your life. How many of y'all believe in creative miracles in here, amen? God is a miracle worker. You know, Moses experienced this. If you remember, amen, when Pharaoh's army was coming behind him and he was walking in the presence of God and, amen, he had the Red Sea in front of him and he had the army that was coming after him behind him and he began to see the very created miracle, amen, of God being able to walk, amen, on a path, amen, through the Red Sea, amen, of of dry land. Why? Because God's presence was there and God's presence was with him, amen. And so he was able to walk right through, amen, to the other side, amen. That was what you call a creative miracle, amen. It was something that would only be impossible, amen, but God was able to do it. And that's what we begin to see when we walk in the presence of God. Are y'all with me today? Because God is a miracle working God. Amen. God can do the impossible. God can begin to do that in our lives. He can split the Red Sea open. He can begin to allow us to walk, amen, on dry ground. Amen. Even when the enemy is coming after us. He also saw God begin to bring creation of drinking water from a rock. Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen? Amen. Let me pray for just a second, amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you. Pray with me. Lord, I plead the blood of Jesus. Lord, you are worthy, King Jesus. Come, King Jesus, today, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are worthy, God. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Oh, you're worthy, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. When we walk in the presence of God, we're going to see miracles. You're going to see God do the impossible. Not only did you see him split the Red Sea, but he saw him bring water up out of a rock. He saw him bring manna from heaven. Amen. You can see him restore sight to the blind. You can see him begin to bring healing. You know, there's a lady that we prayed for, and she didn't, she, I told you she didn't have any, she didn't have any, uh, you know, she needed new kneecaps. Now, if God was to take and give her those kneecaps, which he's capable of doing, 
That's what you call a creative miracle. In other words, God created something, amen, out of nothing. God took something that wasn't there and he put it there. And when we begin to walk in God's presence, that's what you're going to begin to experience. Not only in a supernatural healing, but how about a supernatural situation in your life? I don't know about you, but I need some supernatural miracles in my life. I need it. I need God to split some Red Seas, amen? You know, we look at this in perspective, and we can look at it in a spiritual context today, but I believe there's going to be a day when we're going to need some water to come up out of a rock. I believe there's going to be a day where we need some manna to come down from heaven. And it also has the capacity for restoration. Somebody say restoration. In other words, the presence of God has the capacity to bring divine restoration of all that the enemy has stolen or destroyed. And so at the presence of God, we can believe him for restoration, miracles, and blessings. There can be restoration of hope and restoration of health and, amen, wealth and restoration of peace and restoration of joy. This is all, amen, capable through the presence of God. You know, what we need more of is, amen, God's presence. Because in God's presence, you're going to have provided everything that you need. You're going to have everything provided through his presence. You know, I really want us to grab a hold of this today because I really think some of us are settling in this life. Amen. Settling in this life for a life without God's full presence. I believe that we're walking through this life, amen, and missing out on some things that God is able to provide. We're walking through this life, amen, without, amen, some joy, without some peace. And so I'll preach this until you grab a hold of it, amen. I'll preach the same message over and over and over again, amen, until the day that you grab it. Are y'all with me today? I don't mind preaching the same thing over and over, but I want us to get to a point where we see the value of God's presence in our life every single moment, every single minute, every single second into where we're not going to allow anything to come in between amen God's presence being in our life in our house in our families in our children amen I want you to have such a desire for it amen to where you're just amen you're just thirsting for it amen to where you're just come on now because when you begin to get that amen when that begins to be your appetite when that begins to be your thirst amen you're going to see God move in your life 
Some of us just like coming to the house of God and experiencing it and then go on about our business. Well, that's good stuff for the house of God. We don't have to have it like that, amen? You know, I always said there's people that come and experience his presence, and there's people that carry his presence. There's people that experience the anointing. Amen. They come to the house of God. There's an anointing here. The anointing is the presence of God. There's an anointing here. There's people that come and experience his anointing. And there's people that carry his anointing. Now, each and every one of us has the ability to carry his anointing. Each and every one of us has the ability to walk in his presence. But some of us choose not to. See, we've got to get our focus right. Hello. But it brings restoration, and not only restoration, but it brings protection. I'm going to read to you real quick. Go to Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Luke chapter 10 and 19. He says, Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will injure you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are recorded in heaven. Now, what we grab out of this and what I want you to look at this for just a moment is that the presence of God that's with a man will bring divine protection around him or her, amen, against all evil and dangers in the physical and the spiritual. And the reason why I want you to realize this is because as God's anointing increases, how many of y'all know that the warfare is going to increase? As God's anointing increases, then the warfare is going to increase. And it's going to take you walking in God's presence constantly in order to be able to stand firm, amen, against the enemy. And I don't know if you can sense it right now, but the warfare is beginning to increase. And if you're not walking in the power of the Holy Ghost, you might find yourself getting knocked smooth out of the box. And the moment that you let your guard down 
That enemy's going to come after you and try to devour you. But if you will walk in the presence of God, if you will walk in the power of God, God will have divine protection upon you. Amen. God will give you the ability to tread upon serpents. God will begin to give you authority over unclean spirits. God will give you the ability to fight, amen, a good warfare. God will give you the ability to stand firm, amen, even in the fight. I'm trying to help somebody out in this place today, amen, because some of us, amen, we don't understand that we're truly in a battle, amen. There's a spiritual war going, but not only will he protect you spiritually, but he'll protect you physically. If you're walking in his presence, he'll protect you physically. How many of y'all believe that today? But how many of y'all know if you're playing around in sin, you're vulnerable? Are y'all with me today? See, we can engage the power of God's presence for protection in every area of our lives. And that gives us a lasting victory over the enemy. Amen. Put up there Isaiah 54 and 17 real quick. Can you put that up there, Isaiah 54 and 17? He says, no weapon that is formed against you will prosper. Every tongue that accuses you in judgment will condemn you will condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their vindication is from me, declares the Lord. Now, when you're walking in the presence of God, amen, no weapon formed against you will prosper. When you're walking in the presence of God, the Bible says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. But when you step outside of that, are y'all with me today? I'm trying to help somebody out this evening. You know, when God opened the eyes of Elisha's servant, he saw that there was angels protecting them from the attack of the enemy. Amen, as his master had told him. And when the presence of God is sustained in our lives, we begin to realize that the divine protection from all evil at all times is guaranteed. The enemy comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. Amen. But when we walk in God's divine protection, when we walk in God's, amen, anointing, when we're operating in God's presence... Are y'all with me today? That's why, you know, in, in the ministry, that's why we pray before we go drive anywhere. That's why we better not be playing around in sin, especially the people driving. Hello. Are y'all with me? I remember when something used to happen, my pastor said, who's in sin? 
Are y'all with me? And a lot of times when something goes down like that is because we were, somebody wasn't where they needed to be spiritually. Because when we're walking with God, there's divine protection. There's divine protection over your children. There's divine protection over your household. There's divine protection over spiritual warfare. But how many of y'all know if we're not walking in the presence of God, we're vulnerable. Somebody say God is good. And not only is there capacity for protection, but there's also capacity for revelation. In other words, when you're in the presence of God, do y'all remember John when he was on the island of Patmos and God began to download, amen, to him when God used him to write the book of Revelations? That's what you call, amen, the capacity for divine revelation in your life. Can I get the worship team to come forward? The revelation of God. You know, sometimes you can be here and the preacher can be preaching. And when the anointing's present, you may not even be hearing exactly what the preacher's saying. But there's an anointing that's present where the Lord is just downloading stuff into your spirit. Where he's just downloading stuff into your spirit. You know, you can ask Zechariah. Zechariah gets a lot of his sermons when, or he used to anyways, while I was preaching. And his sermon didn't have necessarily anything to do with what I was preaching. But there was, amen, and when the anointing was there, Amen. There was a, an anointing of revelation that was released. And God begins to give you revelation. And how many of y'all know we need that? Amen. And so the presence of God has the capacity to bring forth, first of all, heavenly visions and revelation that will bring about effective performance in his kingdom. Now, some of us are missing out on this very revelation because we're not walking in the presence of God. You know, there's also insight and there's understanding, amen, in the word of God and knowledge of his will. I want to give you a quick example. Y'all remember Joseph and Daniel, amen? They had a grace to understand and interpret dreams and revelation, well, I'm here to tell you how they were able to is because they were walking in the presence of God. And if you'll walk in the presence of God, God will begin to give you supernatural revelation and insight and the ability, amen, to, 
to see things that are needed and see things that are coming and hear things that are necessary. Amen. If you'll just walk in his presence. Amen. This is all. Amen. Things that are available to you. This is what's capable. Amen. You'll walk in a way where you'll be creative. You'll be able to, amen, be walking creative. God is a creative God, amen. And, but we've got to get in his presence in order to operate in that creativeness, amen. He created everything. It was made, amen, for him, through him, and by him. He created you in your mother's womb. He knitted you together. He created, amen, the stars in the sky. He created the heavens and the earth. He's a creative God. And when you walk in his presence, you'll walk into creativeness like no other. You'll walk in a supernatural creativeness, amen, where God will begin to give you this insight, amen, and you'll begin to walk, amen, in his divine protection, and you'll begin to walk, amen, in supernatural revelation, and you'll begin to walk, amen, in the peace of God, in the joy of the Lord, amen, which is going to be your strength if you'll just walk in his presence, amen, day in and day out. Why would we not tap into that? Why would we go through this life without that? That can be with us everywhere we go, in every situation, in every scenario, in everything. He can let you be creative in how to minister to your kids, and how to reach your kids, and how to disciple your kids, and how to raise up your kids. He can make you creative. Amen. Are y'all with me today? You know, they say over there in Israel that they have more of the patents of stuff than anywhere in the whole world. Are y'all with me today? You know, I always tell the guy, I say, God can make you a millionaire like that. All he's got to do is give you one idea. Just one idea. That's it. This is what's available to us. And I'm here to tell you, this is what's going to be needed. It's going to be needed so we can accomplish everything God's called us to accomplish. And really, you need to be excited because... Because he says in the last days, he's going to pour out his spirit. You know, that's why I say, you know, we might have all these denominations now, but when God starts pouring out his spirit... He'll start bringing everything to light. People will be able to see things the way they really are. We'll all be on the same page. I don't care if you're a Baptist, Methodist, amen, Pentecostal, amen, whatever you want to be. I don't care. When God begins to pour out his spirit, he's going he's gonna to begin to reveal things to you. And he's going to bring everybody together on one mind, one accord, amen. I don't know about you, but I'm excited for those days. But all that's available to us now, if we'll just seek him, if we'll just welcome him. If we'll just invite him in. Come on, stand to your feet tonight.
I pray that your desire for his greatest, for anything in this whole world, and that is that God's presence be with you. Greater than anything. I was telling the guys this morning, I was like, you know, God's grace is his very divine power in order for us to accomplish and live out anything in this life. You know, and some of us are operating outside of his grace because we're trying to do it on our own. Amen. I just pray, my prayer is that you just desire most of anything is for God's presence to be in your life. Above anything. You don't want to do anything to hinder it. Amen, that you want to be aware of him, that you want to invite him into your life. There's so much that is available to us. All powerful, all knowing, all the wisdom that you could ever imagine, godly wisdom, and it's available, but it's going to come from God himself. And if the presence of God isn't in our lives, we're not going to experience the provision of God. We're not going to experience these resources. You don't have to just experience it in the house of God when you come to church. You don't have to just experience it when you decide, amen, to finally get in, get in the presence of God and finally see God. But you can experience it all day, every day, moment to moment, minute to minute, second to second. It's something that you can experience. You can experience his joy. You can experience his peace. You can experience his love. You can experience it all. So why are we not tapping into this? Why are we not walking in his presence? I urge you to make that your focus. Make that your desire. I, I just pray that you hunger and thirst for that more than anything in this world. That you hunger and thirst for God's presence. And when you invite him in, and you abide in him, he'll abide in you. But you've got to abide in him. Come on, let's just worship the king tonight, amen. Amen.